Hello and welcome to episode 5 of our Data Centre podcast series, the series where we take a deep dive into the world of data centres, providing insight on the rapidly growing industry that we should all be aware of as data centres become increasingly central to the way in which the world works. I'm Charlie Goodwin, an associate in the Simmons Insurance and Construction Group, and in this episode we develop our discussion on data centres as a mainstream asset class by getting further insights from and on four key growing international markets for data centres, Ireland, Germany, the Netherlands and the Middle East. We're going to be travelling the globe virtually, speaking with experts from the Simmons & Simmons data centre team based in these key jurisdictions, as they share their thoughts and advice on trends in those exciting markets. The first stop on our international tour is Ireland. The European data centre market is undergoing a boom in new facility build-outs. In 2021, there were over 70 projects underway in 12 countries, totaling 851,000 square metres of data centre space. And this includes an increase of over 100% in Ireland. The boom is so big in the Dublin area that it has started to overpower the capacity of the local grid network. I asked Kian O'Hara, supervising associate in our insurance and construction group, for his views on the market. Thanks, Charlie. Ireland is a hotspot for data centres. Currently, there are around 70 operational data centres in Ireland, and the largest concentration is in and around Dublin. There are two big reasons for this. The first is that Ireland is the largest, second largest exporter of ICT servers in the world, and these ICT servers being a key component for any data centre, coupled with the fact that most of the big players in big tech have a base in Ireland, including Microsoft, Apple, Google, Meta, and Amazon. And the market is continuing to grow at a fair rate, with the number of completed data centres in Ireland growing by 25% between May 2020 and May 2021. And it is an estimated that the construction of new data centres will generate more than 4.5 billion euro in inward investment for Ireland by 2025. A 2021 report by the Ireland data centre market predicted that the country's data centre market is to witness a compound annual growth rate of 5.47% during the period 2021 to 2026. This growth is evidenced by numerous companies investing in data centres across Ireland. For example, the social networking service TikTok is planning to build a $500 million data centre in Dublin to store the data of its local users that is expected to be operational during the course of the year. Amazon Web Services is investing three cloud facilities across the country, expected to be operational in the next two to three years. And the rising investment in subsea cables is likely to attract more data centre investments across Ireland, especially with the growth in demand for hyperscale capacity. This rapid growth is not without pushback, however. The Irish government is expected to support Airgrid, who are the state-owned electric power transmission operator, Airgrid's proposal to ban new data centres in the Dublin area due to the strain that they are placing on the power supply. In this day and age, environmental issues also need to be considered. The Irish government has included large data centres as part of its strategic infrastructure development. And this is despite the concerns that the growth in data centres could undermine the country's commitment to cut carbon emissions by half by 2020. Data centres are thought to have contributed 1.85% of Ireland's carbon, carbon emissions in 2021. Ireland's temperate climate is attractive to data centre providers, and this also helps reduce the amount of energy required to cool the servers. Despite this, the country's data centres consumed a significant amount of electricity, according to Airgrid, and they are believed to have consumed around 17% of power generated in Ireland by 2021. And this demand is expected to increase, and by 2030 is expected to be in around 27%, which equates to 11.2 terawatt hours. And that would make them the largest, the country's largest single consumer of energy. There are initiatives being implemented to try and tackle this en energy consumption. 
The Irish government's Climate Action Plan 2021 sets out a number of actions to address electricity demand from data centres, including a review of the government's strategy on data centres. And I quote, to ensure that the growth of such users can only happen in alignment with sectoral emission ceilings and renewable energy targets. To assist, Google and Amazon have said that their Irish data centres are energy efficient and would soon be entirely supplied by renewable energy. And there are other creative initiatives being implemented in an attempt to tackle the environmental effects of data centres. For example, Amazon is implementing at its Tala data centre the Tala district heating network, which will use the excess heat from the data centre to provide low carbon heat to a mixture of public sector, residential com and commercial customers. So, in conclusion, Ireland is at the forefront of the data centre industry, not just in the construction and operation of data centres, but also those initiatives being implemented to tackle energy consumption and the environmental impact data centres have. Next, we head to Germany, Europe's leading data centre country with the second highest number of data centres worldwide behind the USA. Many of these data centres are based around the Frankfurt region, where the world's largest internet exchange is. I spoke to my colleagues Boris Stroll and Christopher Goetz, partners in our corporate and commercial team in Frankfurt, to get their thoughts on the industry from the epicentre of the German market. It is worthwhile to highlight that Germany offers high levels of energy security and scores well on cyber security, both very important pillars for data centers. Though there is no clear government strategy for promoting data center locations, German data centers are, according to a recent study, among the most energy efficient in the world. This energy efficiency plays a major role in light of companies' goal to act more sustainable also with regard to their IT outsourcing strategy. The highest density of data centers lies in Frankfurt, where, as mentioned by the host, the world's largest internet hub is located. Additional locations gaining investment are Berlin, Hamburg and Munich. Munich being a leading European tech hub. The relevance of data centers is increasing year by year in every sector even in heavily regulated sectors such as the finance sector, where financial institutions are drawing in particular on hosting services. The reason for that is the data centers in Germany are regularly certified according to very high IT security standards and that IT outsourcing has also gained support from the German regulator, who already since many years has set out clear rules under which material outsourcing shall be possible. Specifically with a view to Frankfurt, it is worth mentioning that the local administration presented a planning framework for the establishment of new data centers in autumn 2021. The aim is to steer the establishment on the one hand by the identification of suitable locations from a zoning and infrastructure standpoint, and on the other hand by restricting such developments elsewhere. A particularity under German law seems to be the relevance of lease law form requirements for data center agreements, especially collocation agreements. International players are usually a bit confused about this because, from a commercial perspective, the element of making available premises for use is of secondary importance in a collocation agreement. Nonetheless, for the sake of avoiding legal risks pertaining to a fixed-term arrangement in such agreement, usually collocation agreements are concluded in accordance with the written form requirements stipulated by German statutory lease law. 
What we are also seeing in the market is the increasing relevance of power purchase agreements, PPAs, concluded by data center operators with energy suppliers. PPAs are not yet that common in Germany from an overall perspective on the energy market due to the support scheme under the German Renewable Energies Act, EEG. However, due to the comparatively high demand of data centers with a view to the need for reliability of supply and as an element of a green data center strategy, data center operators do indeed enter into PPAs more frequently now. Last not least, heat emissions from data centers are a topic often discussed in Germany under environmental aspects. Somewhat contradictory, however, a market for waste heat utilization seems not yet to exist in Germany. That means data center operators are seeking off-takers in vain. Another mainland European country that has seen a rapid increase in its data center capacity is the Netherlands. Between 2018 and 2019, the total square meters of data center floor surface in the Netherlands increased by around 110%. Such was the growth and success of the industry in the Netherlands, driven by its first-rate connectivity options. In July 2019, the Amsterdam municipality announced a sudden moratorium on the construction of new data centers, so that the municipality could introduce policies to bring sustainable growth to the sector. Project and real estate partner Rob Hendricks gave us the following insight on the industry in the Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands, in the Netherlands, uh, investing in data centers is a, a very rapidly growing investment market. Data centers are a very important and attractive asset class to invest in in the Netherlands. And that is because um, the Netherlands uh, are building a lot of those data centers at the moment. Uh, a lot of companies are doing that. And why is that? That is that uh, the Netherlands and especially the Amsterdam region is being seen as a kind of a digital main port to the rest of the European market. And uh, some history, the Netherlands were the second country in 1988 that was connected to the internet. So uh, from a historical perspective, the Netherlands were always very important as a hub uh, for digital uh, connection, digital techniques, uh, and a lot of big tech uh, companies uh, are in uh, located in the Amsterdam region nowadays. Eh? Companies like uh, Google uh, and uh, Amazon and, uh, and Apple, uh, they all have uh, their locations in the Amsterdam region and also startups eh, like uh, Uber or um, uh, Palo Alto Techniques uh, and that kind of companies, they use Amsterdam as a hub also. And because the Netherlands is a logistic center also, and so, so the likes of, of uh, Amazon are also located in the Netherlands and, and online uh, shopping, as you know, and, and, and any, in any way, the, the digital transformation, a lot of that is being led through the Netherlands. So there is a, a high need on data centers uh, to be built in the Netherlands. And the government is quite flexible on giving uh, permits on building those, which is also, I think, important. The climate is political stable. Uh, the rents are high uh, because there's a high demand. Uh, so that's why it's an interesting investment uh, class for uh, mainly foreign investors. There are good construction companies who are building those data centers, uh, high quality techniques. And especially the north of the Netherlands, there is quite some space to build those kind of centers. And for example, 
there's a huge data center going to be built near Zeewolde. That's a place in the north of the Netherlands, which is going to be used by, as it looks now, Meta, former Facebook and, uh, and Google, which is a huge uh, one. And uh, the market is growing. There was a survey, a survey of uh, CBRE in the Netherlands, and they uh, are predicting that the coming years there will be uh, almost 250,000 square meters uh, data centers uh, being built in the Netherlands. And there is already uh, a square meter usage of almost 500,000 square meters in the Netherlands. Um, so, so you can see that it's a very interesting market. And also foreign investors approach us as a firm, for example, many times, if we are aware of new uh, developments going on, because they really like to invest in those. And uh, another reason for investing in the Netherlands is that we have quite some flexible uh, investment structures. We see what we call development deals. So a construction company develops a data center, an investor already steps in, and also LSC already steps in, uh, so that the investor knows that the likes of Facebook or other companies already uh, um, have um, lease contracts in place, which are the crown jewels on these kinds of investments. And you see deals on uh, already rented out data centers. Um, and you also see a lot of sell these back deals. So companies owning a data center, but then sell it and lease it back. So those three kinds of uh, deals you see in the Netherlands. And um, what you see more and more is that a data center is being sold not as an asset deal, but as a share deal. So uh, an investor can buy the entity uh, which owns the data center, which gives some tax advantages. So also there, there are flex flexible structures and, and, and the quality of less easy is uh, normally high in the Netherlands, so not a lot of risk on uh, on payment of the rent, so to say. Um, so all that together, so uh, Netherlands Digital Hub, uh, Amsterdam region, uh, very attractive uh, for a lot of tech companies, um, uh, building companies uh, who are constructing those data centers, flexible government on permits, uh, and uh, flexible structuring on deals makes that the Netherlands is a very attractive uh, country at the moment for investing in data centers. The final key market we're going to look at in this episode is the Middle East. The Middle East data center market has witnessed investments of around 3.8 billion US dollars in 2021. And it is further predicted that the market will witness investments of close to 6.37 billion US dollars in 2027. I asked Olivia Darlington, head of the insurance and construction group out in the Middle East, what trends the team has been seeing in this market. What we see uh, in Dubai, where I'm based, is the trend towards the growth of data centres. The Middle East data centre market is predicted to grow at a rate of around 7% each year until 2024. Much of the demand for data centres is being driven by government directives to build smarter and more connected cities. And this demand is set to increase as 5G networks are rolled out. Various governmental initiatives across the region highlight the growth of the cloud landscape in the Middle East. These initiatives include um, New Kuwait 2035's nationwide digital roadmap, the UAE Vision 2021 towards a fully digitised society, Bahrain's Cloud First, utilising cloud computing services, 
And then there's also the 18 billion US dollar plan to build a network of large scale data centers across Saudi Arabia. Several large global tech companies, including Amazon, Microsoft and Alibaba, have established data centers in the Middle East. Amazon Web Services is planning to open three data centers, I think, in the UAE in the first half of this year, having opened three data centers in Bahrain in 2019, which were its first in the region. And then last month, Kanza, which is one of the largest data center infrastructure operators in the Middle East, announced that it will establish two new data centers in Dubai Internet City, the UAE's largest hub for technology companies. These technology companies will be supported by new data centres, which will enable the integration of technology across all business functions, supporting the government's overall ambition to transform Dubai into the smartest city in the world. But there are obviously some challenges facing the market as well. Um, one challenge is, of course, uh, a data centre's high carbon footprint, especially as the region pivots towards ESG policies. One of the key considerations regarding data centres in a hot and dry environment, such as the UAE, is cooling technology, because this will impact the cost of the electricity supply and how environmentally friendly the data centre will be. Most data centres in the Middle East currently rely on chillers, but modern indirect evaporative technologies requiring much less water supply than traditional economizers are becoming more and more common. Data centers also have backup power, uh, usually in the form of diesel generators, although fuel cells are being considered as a more eco-friendly alternative, we're finding. Um, over the past few years, Facilities operators have been adopting innovative and energy efficient cooling infrastructure solutions to reduce power consumption by up to 50%. Another challenge is that whilst the Middle East data centre market benefits from availability of both local and global data centre contractors, the market is currently suffering from a shortage of local skilled technical labour. Um, to accommodate the growing need for data centre operational personnel. Finally, uh, before I finish, um, it is worth mentioning data protection law in the Middle East. Recent initiatives in data protection have sought to alleviate the burden faced by tech companies operating in the Middle East. Greater clarity on regulations, both in terms of data protection and general investment guidelines are expected to uh, drive the market and bolster investor confidence. For example, in 2020, a new data protection law in the in the DISC um, brought the DISC's data protection regime closer to the EU's, as set out in the GDPR. Um, and likewise, the UAE also published its first federal data protection law, uh, which came into force on the 2nd of January uh, this year. Um, that's also heavily aligned with the GDPR. The executive regulations which accompany this new law are expected imminently. Also, the Qatar Financial Centre Authority is consulting on proposed amendments to the Qatar Financial Centre data protection regime to bring it in more in line with GDPR and other international data protection laws in the hope that this will reduce compliance burdens and costs for international businesses operating in the QFC. Well, that is it for this episode. My thanks to all my guests for joining. 
and my thanks to you for listening. In our next episode, we explore the intersection of data centers and ESG considerations for the industry, focusing on the environmental impact, challenges and considerations for data centers, as well as some of the proposed solutions for dealing with these issues. Until then, goodbye.